Run the Army's race in person at the Pentagon. Army 10-Miler general registration is now open. Go to Army10Miler.com to register today. General registration presented by General Dynamics. Register today at Army10Miler.com. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. The book is Connecting the Dots, What God is Doing When Life Doesn't Make Sense. Joe Mom is my guest, but I want to tell you that he is the founder of Summit Leaders, and that's a platform that he uses outdoor adventure and leadership coaching to help people just like you find their calling and to pursue a vision for their lives, not just kind of like in a pinball machine getting bounced around by life, but moving forward with a purpose and with a plan. His uh, expeditions to places like Mount Kilimanjaro, the Grand Canyon, Machu Picchu, have taken him more to more than 70 countries on six continents. He's got a, a BA in political science, master's in counseling. Uh, he speaks three languages. That's comes in handy when you're going to remote areas around the world. He also is a sought-after speaker at our places of worship and conferences and corporate events. Uh, he and his wife live in the Lone Star state of Texas. And uh, with that, uh, Joe Mom, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, good to be with you. So when we talk about what's going on when life doesn't make sense, I know that the thrust of your book is is a whole different sort of a, an avenue about going through these times, and God's always in it, but um, you've been coaching people for a, li- a long time. Why? What motivated you to put all this together in this book as we try to connect the dots in our life? Well, I, what motivated me, to, motivated me to write the book was an experience I had. I had a really confusing season where I kind of looked up at heaven and went, God, what are you up to here? What was that all about? It was a year of life that I felt was like a waste, and the longer I live, the more I'm convinced that it's those seasons that we look back at, those experiences we look back at, that we say, what was that all about? That further down the road, when we look back, Soren Kierkegaard said, life must be lived forward, but it can only be understood looking backward. When we look back, we usually see that the thing we'd rather leave off the resume, the painful season we'd rather forget about, is usually the time that God was using to make the most deep, transformative work of sanctification in our life. He he uses those seasons that are the hardest to transform us into his image. But it's during during when we're going through it, we look at it and go, this this is horrible. This seems like God has forgotten me. Maybe he's he's fallen off the throne or something. Or we we, we wonder, is is there any meaning in this? But further down the road, if we'll hold on in faith, we can be confident that God really is working all things together for the good of those who love him, for those who are called according to his purpose. His purpose will prevail. If we stay in faith, he'll do something amazing, even out of the most dark experiences and seasons. That's right. And by the way, so you you understand while we're conducting this interview, guys, gals, there is a small group guide that is part of the book, Connecting the Dots. And so I want to uh, make sure you know that that may um, increase your interest of getting your copy and possibly using this in your small group. Well, I think it's best to establish a concept. You talk about uh, circular patterns. You talk about circular stories to understand 
how this unfolds, these three areas, your experiences. Tell us a little bit about what you see God doing in these circular patterns. Yeah, there's a fascinating um, little word hint in Psalm 23. When you read the, the, the Psalm 23 in Hebrew, we all know Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. He leads me in paths of righteousness. And that Hebrew word path, my goal, it has this sense of paths made of circles. Now, what I'm convinced that means is that God's work in our life tends to be more like kind of this ever-widening spiral or circular pattern. Like a shepherd, to, to lead the sheep up a hill, he has to gently lead them in circles. They can't go straight up. And, you know, we don't like the idea of walking in circles, but it seems that God, God's work in our life looks more like an ever-widening circle where we come back to certain themes, maybe certain time frames, certain places where you're going, we're doing this again, or I never thought I'd be back here. But each time you get to that place where it seems similar, you've changed. Your, your take on who God is has changed. You've gotten a bit bigger, hopefully, in your mind. And he keeps bringing us back to these same themes. There's this, there's this verse where it says the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance, which, which means that what God put in you, he likes what he put in you. He likes the way he made you. He just wants you to become the fullness of that. So he pushes you out, and he does it in this ever-widening circle to become all he intended you to be. I know often when we think about challenges, and uh, my audience knows that I am an AML leukemia survivor by way of um, a transplant, but we don't grow unless challenges come our way. We don't grow unless we are just the beneficiaries of what God designs for us to take us to the next level. And oftentimes when it's time for that growth, this side of heaven, it just doesn't make sense. Talk about that because we've got to recognize one of those points are coming upon us and we need to embrace it, even though we're trying to figure out what in the world it means, right? Yeah, I mean, like who who likes suffering? Uh, but we realize that you know, you just think about when you go to the gym. You go to the gym and you work out, and what's actually happening to get stronger? You have to tear the muscle, and then you leave it time to recover. And the day after you go to the gym, you're all sore and hurting, and you're not going, "What's wrong with me?" No, you're saying, "Oh, it's working. <laughs> this is doing what it's supposed to do." And that's how Paul can say something as ridiculous sounding as, "We rejoice in our suffering because we know that suffering produces endurance." Endurance produces character, character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. He's saying, look, guys, I don't know why God chooses to use suffering, but suffering is what he uses to make us more into his image. And even his son didn't get off without some suffering, a lot of suffering. But it's in that process that he makes us stronger. He grows us into who he wants us to be. The goal is to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, it says in Ephesians. But it's that suffering that we go through, and that's how Paul can say something like, we, we've learned to rejoice in suffering because we know on the other side of this, like, who likes it when you're going through it? You'd be insane if you did. I don't like the pain. I don't like the suffering. But on the other side of it, what God has planned, we have in faith, we believe that it's something greater than anything we could ever imagine. So give us a little bit of an idea, because one of your experiences of growth had to do with the country of Mexico. You talk about how that season shaped your life. Tell us about it. Yeah, so I, I love Mexico. We go there for vacation. We love the place. But uh, we got called a few years back to actually move there as missionaries to a very difficult part of Mexico, overrun by drug dealers and uh, just a really dangerous area. And we went down there, and it was probably one of the hardest experiences up up to that point of my life. Uh, and 
we walked away from the experience. I, I tell a joke in the book about a guy who he walked out his front door and he saw a little snail on the ground and he picked it up and he looked at it and then he threw it across the yard and went on with his day. Well, a year later, that same guy hears a knock at his door. He opens it. There's nobody there, but he looks down and sees this little snail. And this little snail looks up and goes, what was that all about? I, I think we've all felt that way before where you look back and go, God, what was that all about? Like I was doing my best to follow you and everything fell apart. I, you know, I, I, the, the, the cancer diagnosis or the, the marriage fell apart to, and you know, that through no fault of my own, they ended up cheating on me or whatever. And you look and you go, man, I was doing my best to serve the Lord. And it seems like everything fell apart and we're going, what was that all about? And that whole year in Mexico, which I, I just unpacked the story of everything that happened to us. We got robbed. We had our life threatened by a gang. Um, we were constantly being harassed by corrupt cops. Uh, there were just there were shootouts between drug dealers right on the beach, right right by where we lived. It was just it was it was a season that was filled with constant fear, frustration, and anger for me. And I look back at it and I go, I wish I would have handled that better. But I see what God was doing in the process. He was building something in me that I needed for the future. And I look back now and I see, man, so many of the things I learned in that season in Mexico are things I needed, even practical things like how to fix stuff. I was constantly having to fix things because they break and there was nobody to fix them. I didn't feel, I felt helpless prior to that, but now I've just built a retreat center out here uh, in, in Texas. And I would have never taken on something like that had I not learned those practical skills in Mexico about how to fix stuff, how to fix plumbing, how to fix electrical. It was all preparation, but at the time it felt like a waste of a year of my young good, vibrant life. It was all preparation. And that's what I want people to see in this book. Everything that's happened to you has prepared you for your greatest days. If you're still alive and breathing, your greatest days are ahead. God has a plan for you. And everything that's happened has been preparation. Give us a a little bit of an idea of how to get started with this book, because you have to get to a point of understanding that God is in control and he's in your camp. But give us a little primer in the next uh, minute and a half or so about how this book can help people get to that first step to connect the dots. Well, I think the first my, – my goal for the book was to give people kind of like a mall map where they can see that in, in any stage in, of life, life happens in seasons. And in every season, I believe there's about nine stages that we go through, and it roughly follows what makes for a heroic story. There's a, a character that's living their life. Chaos hits. Courage is required. A guide shows up, and our guide is the Holy Spirit. The guide is mm-hmm. who will always guide us in all truth. Um, there's a series of challenges we face. There's a dark cave we have to go through where we feel like we have to go empty-handed and alone into the cave and face a dragon. And then we emerge with this new perspective on life. And then through that, God gives us a mission and a message. And that's how our, our survival story oftentimes will become someone else's survival manual. If you begin to see the story that God has been writing, it's his story, history in your life. Tell you what, you want to find out what God's doing and you want to connect with somebody who has had an adventure with the Lord himself, get yourself a copy of this Salem book, Connecting the Dots, when God, what God is doing when life doesn't make sense. Joe Mom is my guest. And by the way, we haven't even scratched the surface. And remember, get yourself a copy. This is a great book for your next uh, small group. With that, uh, Joe, thanks so much for being with us. Best wishes on the book. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today. Run the Army's race in person at the Pentagon. Army 10-Miler General Registration is now open. Go to Army10Miler.com to register today. General Registration presented by General Dynamics. Register today at Army10Miler.com.